The following is a presentation of the New York Presbyterian Hudson Valley Hospital Center, a better place to get better. Welcome to the Health and Happiness Show with Casey, a weekly presentation with guests, ideas, information, and fun designed to improve your life from 100.7 WHUD. Hi, it's Casey. Thanks for tuning in for your health and happiness today. We are going to connect with the growing new moon in Scorpio and write our intentions. What would you like to transform in the next few weeks? What needs changing in your life? Learn how to work with the lunar cycles and connect more deeply with this magical world. Whether you're listening on the radio or via podcast, I am very happy you're here. And let's connect on Facebook, too. Look for Shine On Health and Happiness with Casey. Plus, you can find all the podcasts at the website caseyradio.com. That's K-A-C-E-Y. Now, today, we welcome back a dear friend, Demetra Vasiliadis of Heaven to Earth Astrology. What do you need to transform in your life? This week, do the new moon practice of writing your intentions down. These seeds will grow as the moon grows. When we align ourselves with the movement of the heavenly bodies, when we tune into the seasons in the sky, we actually co-create more easily with Mother Nature. With a tiny with a tiny crescent moon up above, Demetra Vasiliadis joins us as we dive right into the deep sign of Scorpio and plant our seeds of intention, yes? Yes, it's a beautiful, fertile, growing time. The time from the crescent new moon until the full moon is the most fertile opportunity of any month to begin new projects, meet new people, put new ideas forth, plant the seeds of either intention or dreams or possibilities. So, yes, this is a fertile time. Life is moving forward, and we step into that stream and move forward with it. All right, so now this time, as the moon is just beginning to grow into its cycle, what should we be thinking about? Well, this was the new moon in Scorpio. It took place on an auspicious date, which is 11-11, the number of balance, the number of Libra, actually, and balancing our lives. So when a Scorpio new moon takes place on a day so auspicious about balance and karma, what we should be doing is really looking at what we need to transform and eliminate in our lives in order to become the butterfly that we want to be. Scorpio is the most powerful sign associated with transformation. So this new moon is a great time to look at, um, you know, renovation, transformation, changing your health routine, your diet, career possibilities. But this is a big sign of change. And change involves letting go of the old in order that you become a new. Hence the, the ruthlessness of Scorpio. The ruthlessness of Scorpio? Is that what you said? I did. Scorpio ruthlessly says, that was so five minutes ago, it's dead to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, it's like the butterfly is like, oh, the cocoon, that was so five minutes ago, I'm out of here. Got so. it. So our new moon is in Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Explain this to me, please. Uh, how is the moon in different signs all of the time? Well, the moon moves more rapidly than any of the other planets or heavenly bodies. So every three days, it, it's a 28-day cycle, the moon orbiting and going through each of the signs. So within a 28-day cycle, which is exactly parallel, a woman's uh, physical cycle of fertility, which is one of the reasons, you know, this is the magic of astrology, how the moon, the feminine uh, luminary that is symbolic of a woman, of the mother's body, actually tracks the exact same fertility cycle, a 28-day cycle. So every three days, it's in a different sign. And when the sun, which takes a year to make a circle uh, through the zodiac, uh, is having a new moon in a particular 
particular sign, the moon is in that exact same sign. So each month we have a new moon in a different sign of the zodiac. This month the sun is in Scorpio and so is the new moon. On the full moon, the sun and moon oppose each other, hence the reputation of full moons for times of tension in mental asylums. They think, you know, things go nuts on the full moon because the sun and moon are exactly opposing. And people who can't stand that dynamic tension feel it. You know, we all feel it when the moon is growing. There's, there is a tension in the air. It's not magical. It's science, right? Because it's, it's science, yes. The moon is pulling on Act- our own inner tide. Yes, we are made largely of water, 80-some-odd percent, and the moon is what creates all of the waves in the ocean. It's, you know, the sacred planet of surfers. Without the moon, no waves, no tides. Um, so, of course, you know, and many plants and animals, I mean, it, it is tracked how the moon has a massive influence on them. But astrology goes further and says there's a spiritual correspondence as well with all the planets. That's one of the basic fundamental ideas of astrology, that there is a correspondence on a spiritual level between what's happening in the heavens, all of the planets, and what's happening on Earth and within our bodies and souls. We're talking to Dimitra Vasiliadis, a spiritual astrologer from heaven to earth astrology let's talk about that because i've heard you say many times you believe in an ensouled universe i believe well if we believe the spirit you know and you know non-denominationally but if we believe that spirit exists call it god the great spirit then that spirit must be everywhere cannot be limited by anything there can be no barriers so that that spirit must be diffused throughout eternity enshrined in every molecule, like the divine must be both imminent and transcendent, meaning abiding within and beyond anything that we can imagine in the material realm. If that is the case, then as the indigenous people and really the sort of esoteric branches of the big religions believe, then consciousness is the building block of the universe. Consciousness is a building block of the universe. Yes, the universe is made of consciousness, of divine consciousness that is ever-present everywhere cannot be limited by anything you know which is a beautiful idea i mean give it just a a moment to think about that that you know the coffee cup you're holding the chair you're sitting on is all sort of divinity put into a particular form to support you and all of the creatures that we share the planet with are also divine consciousness enshrined in these different forms it it changes one's entire perspective and we feel a certain reverence for creation that the new pope is talking about that many of the spiritual leaders in all the big religions are talking about treating our planet our earth our fellow creatures with a certain degree of reverence which astrology has always sort of believed reverence is the, and awe. What is more awesome than nature? Right. And even what is more awesome even than our own appearance, Casey? The fact that I am talking to you, that you're a human being, that we can make contact, that we're, I mean, we are magical beings. We take it for granted because it's become humdrum to us, but it's truly miraculous. Like when we take a moment to think about you know, just how miraculous everything is. It kind of takes your breath away. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Dimitra Vasiliadis, our guest, we're talking about her special blend of spiritual astrology. Most people, many people, I should say, open up the newspaper in the morning and read their horoscope. But you, you know this, mm, can I call it a science? Well, it, it used to be, astrology and astronomy used to be wed 
You know, mysticism and science used to be one thing, and then, you know, around the Renaissance, they got a divorce. But they're finding their way back now. You know, string theory is pretty much agreeing with mysticism in many quarters that the universe is made of thoughts. The universe is made of thoughts. That's sort of what, you know, and even like the idea that simply observing um, an experiment alters the outcome. How could that be? Right. If, if matter is dead, how does it respond to one's gaze and one's consciousness? So looking at the world through this lens, we can have astrology uh-huh. help us with our day-to-day quests. Yes, and it can align us. It's alignment. It's sort of a navigational tool. It can guide us within, and it can guide us without. Uh, The way that it can guide us without is it it reminds us, for example, the new moon. You know, even farmers still plant with the moon. It's good to know, are we growing? Are we waxing? Are we waning? Is this a growing time? Is this a fallow time? If we know the deeper archetypes of astrology, we can look at the other planets. We're now moving through Scorpio. On the most basic level, the sun is moving through Scorpio, reminding us all, you know, this is a time of ancestors. And it's so fascinating how every major holiday lines up with the astrological energy of the time. We celebrate Halloween in Scorpio. We celebrate All Saints Day in Scorpio. It's the time of death and rebirth. And we reach out to our ancestors. During this time of Scorpio, okay. We will be celebrating Thanksgiving while the sun is in Sagittarius, the sign of gratitude and abundance. Okay, so when we're in the sign of Scorpio, it is a time to think about transformation forward and backward? In every respect. And transformation, another word for transformation is death. Right. Which is why this is the spooky sign. But think about it. If you want to be the butterfly, you must die to the caterpillar. You know, most people, we love, like, before and afters in our culture. Half of the reality shows are, this woman lost 500 pounds. Just look at this, uh, you know, apartment redo, you know, with $15. We turn this, you know, slum into, like, the Taj Mahal. But all of that, so we all do Scorpio in our lives. Anytime you... You've lived through a renovation. You have lived through the Scorpio process. The Scorpio like, process, okay. Yeah. This bathroom has to go. First, you're looking at it going, ugh, cannot live with this bathroom one more minute. Then the destructive power, like Scorpio's the demolition team. You want to make an omelet, you've got to break those eggs. You want to paint a painting, you've got to squeeze, open that pristine tube of paint and squeeze that stuff out. And often transformation can look very messy before it looks better, which is one reason people avoid it. If you are in the midst of a messy transformation, know that your beautiful new picture will surely emerge. If you need to knock a few walls down, this is the time when the heavens have your back. And we'll be right back with Demetra Vasiliadis to talk about the new moon practice of intention writing. We'll also let the stars guide us through the holidays. Coming right up on the Health and Happiness Show. This is the Health and Happiness Show with Casey on 100.7 WHUD. If you have a question or need more information about things you've heard on the show, email kcradio at gmail.com. The Health and Happiness Show. Information, fun, and inspiration. How 
does an award-winning Hudson Valley Hospital get even better? It teams up with the number one hospital in New York. Hudson Valley Hospital is now part of New York Presbyterian. And with our new name comes new possibilities. New York Presbyterian Hudson Valley Hospital now has expanded clinical services previously not available in the Hudson Valley and easy access to the expertise and resources of New York Presbyterian in Manhattan. Visit nyp.org slash Hudson Valley to learn more about the amazing things happening here. In 1964, a gallon of milk cost 49 cents. A gallon of gasoline was only 30 cents. And 97% of all children with leukemia died. Times certainly have changed. Today, thanks in part to research funded by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the five-year survival rate for the most common childhood leukemia is more than 90%. We've also helped fund breakthrough treatments like targeted therapies and immunotherapy drugs. First approved by the FDA for blood cancers, these therapies are now showing promise for patients with other cancers as well. Funding more than 300 active research programs, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society needs your support to help fund the next breakthrough, or perhaps even a cure. Go to LLS.org or call 888-HELP-LLS. Go to LLS.org and help save lives, not someday, but today. Hi, it's Casey. Welcome back to Shine On, the health and happiness show, fresh every Sunday morning and always online at caseyradio.com, SoundCloud, and iTunes, too. And we can connect on Facebook. I would love to hear from you. Dr. Bradley Nelson is back again next week to talk more about clearing emotions from the body and using the sway test and muscle testing. But now we are back to being guided by the stars with heaven-to-earth astrologer Demetra Vassiliadis. Right now the moon is new. We see just a little sliver. And the moon is in Scorpio, the sign of transformation. But that's only part of the story. You know, the other association with Scorpio is deep psychic um, stuff that blocks us. This is the deepest sign of the zodiac that goes into the deepest strata of the psyche. And many of the areas where we're blocked or stuck are for very good early on survival reasons, which is also Scorpio, the reptile brain, the limbic part of the brain. If, for example, somebody learned that it is not safe to be beautiful or visible or successful, there will be such deep blocks that you might then actually even have to get another Scorpio component, a really good therapist, to help you unblock those things. Sometimes the best we can do is take one step. Okay, I'm not going to do the entire transformation. I'm just going to go buy the paint today. Get comfortable with that. Then, okay, I'm going to open the paint the next day. You know, when we look at a butterfly, it's not presto change. Oh, that's an intense process that creates a butterfly. So the Scorpio new moon is all about when we write our intentions for this period, it's all about growing and changing growing and changing and letting go, releasing, and being empowered. Transformation, empowerment, also connection to the spiritual realm, and also intimacy, which I think is a really important topic. And, you know, when I say the word, people may think immediately romantic intimacy, which is certainly part of it. But more and more, what I'm incredibly interested in cultivating in my life is deep intimacy in every area, getting to really know my neighborhood, getting to really know my neighbors, getting closer to my friends you know, really connecting with the natural world in a way that is deep and soulful. I I think that's what creates a sane and beautiful life, is deep intimacy on all levels. 
Even with the food supply, what am I eating? Who's growing it? Can I get to know my farmers at the farmer's market and have a connection to the people who are literally with their hands planting my food and growing it without pesticides? Can I get to see my girlfriends more often and share deeply with them who I am, what I love, what I fear, what I'm going through? We are hardwired for intimacy. Think about birth. Think about a child being born. What is more intimate than that? Right. Than the birth process and being placed at your mother's breast. I mean, mammals are intimate creatures. And the cure for the alienation that many of us feel in the consumer culture is to really put the pedal to the metal in, well, gently, but committing ourselves to a life of intimacy and meaning and going deeper with the people, places, and environments directly around us. This will lead to a nice state of bliss. Bliss. Oh, we look for that. Dimitra Vasiliadis is our guest. We're talking spiritual astrology, and right now we are in the season of Scorpio as the new moon is growing larger through this cycle. Through this cycle. cycle. The full moon will actually be on November um, 24th, the day before Thanksgiving. I know, and we're going to have a full moon for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Isn't that amazing? Makes for pretty holiday seasons. You know, you mentioned earlier about, you know, getting intimate even with your food. That prayer that you can say before you eat a meal of any kind and thank Everyone who was involved, from the person who planted the seed to the man who or woman who drove the truck to the supermarket to deliver whatever it may be, you know, when you think about that, it really is beautiful and it does create intimacy. Yeah, that is beautiful. I mean, I just got chills when you were saying it because it it reminds us that we're part of this web, this beautiful web of connection. And I've even come to believe lately that we don't have separate souls, that humanity is one soul, you know, and it takes competition a bit out of the equation, even though so much keeps putting us back in that we have to really go against the grain. But when you think about our interdependence, about how many people, you know, you can just reasonably say thank you to by the time you've had your morning coffee. Right. It just rem- it reminds you like, we really are one. Right. You know? From the electricity and the heat in the house yeah. to the, whoever built the house to, and on and on and on. So, yeah, lots to be thankful for. So, Scorpio, going deep, getting connected, and also transforming, releasing, and letting go. That's it. That's, That's what it. we're That's dealing with now as we approach uh, Thanksgiving. That is what we are dealing with now. So it's a great time in your environment to look at the before and after, to look at what do you want to reasonably accomplish. You know, do you want to throw things out? Does something need to be feng shui? Also looking in your own life, where have you been disempowered? Where would you like to be more empowered? For those viewers who want to do the new moon practice of writing their intentions, Sunday all day is great for writing intentions up until Monday at 3.43. So write... Ten intentions that empower you. Um, if you've been empowered around, uh, disempowered around finance, I easily find myself uh, believing that I deserve abundance and finding new and wonderful ways of increasing my income. Okay. I, you know, I easily find myself X, Y, and Z, right? Ten intentions that empower you or transform some part of your life. All right. So this weekend, that's our homework. Write ten intentions, and it's good to start with, I easily see myself. Mm -hmm. And these are intentions around empowerment. 
Yeah, empowerment, transformation, money, self-esteem. Really what we want is to be loved, to be accepted. That's what everybody wants. It's the Everybody same. wants that. Everybody yeah. wants that. You mentioned earlier when talking about intimacy, um, and how people can sometimes feel very disconnected. I find that many people feel disconnected, especially around the holidays, when everywhere yeah. we look, there's jolliness and people, you know, cheering with their eggnog under the mistletoe. That's not the reality of how many people feel holiday time. It can leave you feeling like uh, empty and uh, like in a bit of a pit. How do we combat that kind of thing? And how can astrology help us with that? Focus on the intimacy. Go deep. Scorpio says, never mind the surface. And don't get me wrong, like the beauty and the pageantry of the season. You know, I love bringing beautiful green pine into my home and having bouquets everywhere that remind me of nature's everlasting green. But the solution to alienation and the superficiality, we are about to be bombarded with a commercial sort of blitzkrieg of, you know, you need to buy this, you need to have this. Santa's bringing you, you know, uh, some kind of car or... All of this makes us feel inadequate. You know, the the entire consumer culture makes one feel that if you don't have X, Y, and Z or look a certain way, or even if you're not in a certain kind of relationship, you're you're lacking. Scorpio says, never mind all of that. Go deep with where you are, with what you have now. If the best that you can do this season is to become more intimate with yourself and really give yourself time. I would recommend even a five-minute meditation practice to just sit with yourself and practice unconditional acceptance of whatever arises. Every one of us has someone we can connect with in our life. You know, unless, you know, you're out on the street, and, and that too, doing charitable work. But rather than focusing on the superficial, daring to get quiet and really be with the people we're with, making real eye contact deeply inquiring in a gentle, loving way as to their well-being. You know, intimacy is the, is the, it's the antidote to anything superficial that makes us feel um, inadequate. And also real intimacy must include telling the truth of how one is feeling over the holidays. Mm-hmm. You know, are we grieving lost loved ones? Do we feel lonely because our family isn't as large as it used to be? You know, what is coming up for us? Right. You know, for me, it's my friends often who are the, the sounding boards where I can really tell the deep truth about how I'm doing. And um, the other thing is deep gratitude, like really bringing gratitude to the season, never mind what we want to buy or what we don't have, like really being grateful, you know, for our our presence. You know, more than anything, our consciousness, that's where I start. The fact, even, if, even if I'm miserable, and some days I'm miserable, mm-hmm. but even within that, it's like, wow, here you are, this, you know, divinity wrapped in a consciousness who's miserable today. Even that's sort of a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a miserable miracle. I'm a miserable miracle. <laughs> and that leads us to this, never take yourself too seriously. Yeah. Right? I mean, definitely take yourself seriously as the magical creature you are. But be light, be gentle. It's okay to laugh at yourself. Well, in Sag, we're going to be moving into Sagittarius on the 22nd. And that is the jolly sign. You know, that is the jovial sign. You know, there's that laughter yoga where you wake up and laugh and just crack yourself up. Scorpio takes us to the deep, dark underworld. It's not like the the lightest sign. It's more like the lead balloon. (laughs) It's like, 
but it's very, it's like, okay, the elevator is going down. In order that it can rise in a new form. But then once it rises, Sagittarius is like, oh, wow, that was intense, death and rebirth. Now let's, you know, have some fun with life. If we're all going to die, let's enjoy it and be jovial while we're here. And gratitude will lead us to laughter, too. Gratitude is like a magical elixir. Drink it every day. So drink a cup of gratitude every day and you will be on your road to bliss. Heaven to Earth astrologer Demetra Vasiliadis. You're invited each month to her new moon phone call where you can visualize and meditate on your monthly intentions in harmony with the cycle the moon is illuminating. It's a beautiful and fun practice. Demetra can also prepare a personal astrological chart for you. It just helps you know yourself a little bit better. Find more at heaventoearthastrology.com. I'm Casey. Thanks for listening. Shine on. See you next week. You've been listening to The Health and Happiness Show with Casey. The content of The Health and Happiness Show is intended for general information purposes only. The Health and Happiness Show is a presentation of the New York Presbyterian Hudson Valley Hospital Center. You can listen to previously broadcast shows online at caseyradio.com. Join Casey for another edition of The Health and Happiness Show next Sunday morning on 100.7 WHUD.